I'm all we're we're always presented by the McFarland Clinic. You know, doctors, cream old buck for me. Yes, they yeah. work. They're the guys that work on the sidewalks. Every time I see Doctor Warming, uh, he will introduce himself as, "Hey, how are you doing, Brian?" And I will introduce myself, "Hey, how are you doing, Jeff?" Because <laughs> multiple times he has been mistaken for me. Yeah, you guys uh, do look alike at the airport. I, guess, it's just like yeah. Brian Warming minus ten years is this. I've got Jeff Woody with me, former Cyclone running back, and we just witnessed one of the you know oddest games. I've ever seen at Iowa State. The Cyclones hung on to beat Drake 27 to 24. Um, you know, Jeff, before we analyze Iowa State today, I would like to just give credit to Drake. They they showed up and they played their butts off and the they played with a ton of heart. And, you know, it's easy to look and question some things with Iowa State today, but man, Drake Drake played inspired football and I salute them. Yeah, it's it's kind of the what Drake did is they played exactly how you would have had to play this game to win this game, where you know the conditions are going to be really sloppy. And, and they so you, were horrible. You, oh, terrible. This is as bad as I've seen the field. And that's, I mean, granted, they've played, this is the eighth home game, and it's been raining for 24 straight hours, and it's December 1st, and it's 30 degrees. Like, yeah. it's not, there are no real good conditions to play this. So you know the field conditions are going to be sloppy. And so you're going to have to play this a, a game that is based almost exclusively off of running the ball straight downhill and running play action to your tight ends. Okay, awesome. And then on offense, you're going to try, or on defense, excuse me, you're going to try and make Iowa State do the same thing. I mean, Iowa State's not a team that likes to. They like to run zone a lot more than they like to run gap. And uh, then you have to play like your hair is on fire. And they did. They did all of those things. So Drake did exactly what you would have had to do to win this game, and they came that close, save for a few, you know, good plays by Iowa State closing the game, like Bailey Sack, the Bailey Sack and the Spencer Benton Sack. Like, outside of those couple opportunities, they might, Drake might have actually come out with this game. So I think Iowa State, we can collectively exhale. Um, that, that's what I'm doing. But like I, like, I was sick to my stomach about 30 minutes ago. Yeah, we can collectively exhale, and also like now you can go like, all right, well that's over. So it's yeah, not, it's not really there, there's there's no. That there's, was kind of the thought going into this. Just get out of it, right? And unfortunately, Iowa State lost some guys. Yeah. Today, uh, Marcel Spears went down. Uh, Bryce Meeker went down. Sean Foster went down. Well, Sean Foster just lost his shoe. Oh, okay. He's good. So he's back? Yeah. Okay. But still, like, you wanted to just get out of this without injuries, right. and, they, and they didn't. But luckily, and, and I mean luckily, Iowa State got the win. Yeah, and um, for those that are like, well, how does this affect bowl seating? It no, doesn't. It, it doesn't. doesn't this game has literally no effect. If you win it, if you win it at all, like this was about the worst case scenario for Iowa State to have still this no effect thing. Like if you win whatsoever, then you still hold an eight and four record. You're the you know third place in the Big Twelve. Like nothing changes from this. And then for like the oh this is bad momentum for the for the bowl game it means jack. Like it means nothing. So when you get to the bowl game season, it's preparing for one specific team. And then when like when you get there, it is who wants to be there more. So it's kind of like a little like taking this and moving it to a, a like you know, whether you're playing in the Alamo Bowl versus a Pac-12 team, yeah. which one of those teams wants to be there more. And like today, the example is Drake played like this was the most important game they've ever played in their life. And Iowa State played like it was a scrimmage on the second Wednesday of camp. Let's talk about the actual game, though. And I'm serious about this. Iowa State's got a problem with the defense right now. It yeah. has not been the same for weeks. Um, this isn't a shell of the defense that we saw against, say, the the Mountaineers. The, the West Virginia game is the perfect example. Um, now it still steps up in like individual times, and you're like, you know, keep you out of the end zone. But they, the last two weeks, have been getting gashed. 
I mean, and that happened today against a non-scholarship FCS team. There, there's a problem with the defense. Smarter people than me can figure it out, but they've got four weeks to do so. Well, and I, I, any Wazirika didn't play today, which Correct. is not, it's not the be-all, end-all with fixing it. It really helps that he, Matt Leo doesn't have to play a, a, a large majority of the snaps, and that his backup's not Camillo. Like that's that's a weakness in the position. Um, but also, the the gaps that were around, and since you know, since that the defense has started to do this, which is that Texas Tech game, the end of that Texas Tech game, this has started to do this. The gaps that have been present have been being able to run the ball on the edge, and then being able to throw the ball into like the pockets that are just outside the the linebackers, and then you get one on one opportunities. Every once in a while, you win one, and this defense hasn't fixed that, and it's a little bit worrying. Uh, because the last five games haven't been very good you, from, from, based on Iowa State standard. Now, granted, it's still, generally speaking, outside of you know giving up 8,000 yards to Baylor, generally speaking, it's been good. What are, it just hasn't been the same. What are the chances that offense is starting to figure out this 3-3 stack? I think it's pretty high. I think that's being able to figure out this defense has something to do with it. But in the same light, every play ever that has ever been designed by anything has been designed to work. And so if you execute 11 guys 100% of the time, it doesn't matter what you do. It's going to be successful. And granted, uh, there are certain, you know, there are exceptions that you can poke holes in that wherever. But if you design a play and you run 11 guys win their individual battle, then it doesn't matter. You can play cover zero and blitz everybody. And that one-on-one matchup, if you win those one-on-one matchups, someone's going to get the quarterback. And, you know, it's going to be successful. So the execution portion of it needs needs to be significantly better. Some notes on today. Uh, Hakeem Butler set the Iowa State individual single season wide receiver. Oh, that, that record's been record. standing for a really long time. Since 2002. No, Lane Daniels. Oh, okay. Sorry, he, I thought he, you were talking yeah. about the uh, Lazar. Hakeem did not catch a touchdown today, so he did not tie Allen's. Ah. He did not tie Allen's, but he did break the single season receiving record today. David Montgomery surpassed 1,000 yards rushing. He had 145 today. That was really key to have a back like that in a game like this. Well, and, and he, the, the line was bad today. It was bad, and I will give a little bit of an, like a, a, a you know, wave the wand of saying it's okay. Um, these field conditions generally benefit offenses um, because they're not reacting, but also it doesn't benefit a team like Iowa State that runs zone because zone is to take a bunch of little choppy steps. Like, yeah, yeah. like when you run power or counter, you have a guard that's pulling, and it's just you have 330 pounds of dude that's just running into another dude being pretty much at full speed. And so you don't have that necessary need for like foot position as much as you would in a zone offense because zone is pop, 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 pop. Well, you go pop, 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 and all of a sudden you step in a mud pit and your foot goes. It doesn't matter how good your technique is, it's gone. And so Iowa State isn't comfortable running that gap scheme stuff a lot. They will do it, but it's not a, it's not Iowa. Like Iowa runs outside zone and power like 30 times. So they could, in field conditions like this, be very comfortable. So I'll give a little bit of an exception to the offensive line. Um, but I thought it was like, he had, Montgomery had 33 carries in the day, and I think the 33rd was... Yeah, who would have thought he would carry the ball 33, 33 times, times today? Jeez. Um, but he had 33 carries, and the last one, which it might be the last... It, it, let's say this. It will likely be the last carry that he will have. I would, agree. Jack I would agree with you. I think he's going pro. I would hope I hope that he does. Me but too, for his sake and his would, family. This would be the last carry that he has in Jack Tri Stadium. It has to be the most quintessentially David Montgomery play where it was there's you know a minute and some change left, and you need the first down. It's the third down. You need the first down to convert it. Drake has an unblocked safety that runs butt naked straight down the field, like doesn't slow down whatsoever. Hits 
Montgomery two yards in the backfield. Montgomery puts his shoulder down, doesn't necessarily truck him, but bounces off of him and then drags two other dudes across the, uh, across the first down marker to seal the win for Iowa State. He basically willed everyone, willed Iowa State to win the entire game, and it was kind of encapsulated most on this that one last play that he will probably play inside of Jack Trice State. All right. Um, that's on today. Looking ahead to the bowl game. Um, find out tomorrow, obviously. We're going to have our charter, so everybody keep an eye out on all that stuff. Um, the Big 12 championship game going on right now. I know this will date the podcast, but it, it – does impact Iowa State. Oklahoma has a three-point lead over Texas. It looks like the Longhorns had the football like 12 minutes to go. Your, your scenarios have not changed. If Oklahoma gets into the college football playoff, I think it all but guarantees Iowa State will go to the Alamo Bowl. If, if Texas wins, I think it's the same. I think the doomsday scenario for Iowa State is if Georgia it, beats Bama. If Georgia beats Bama or if – Ohio State kills Northwestern. Yeah, if Ohio State points. sneaks into the playoff, you know, that's the key. Yeah. Um, What's good, though, and we haven't really been able to watch the game in its entirety, but from what it's – I have it recorded. You know, we can talk about this later. But um, Oklahoma playing at least minimally sound defense is the best thing that they could have done. And so even though they may not be blowing Texas out, like – the, the only thing that would keep Oklahoma out of the playoff and have Ohio State jump them if Bama does, in fact, hold up their end of the bargain and beat Georgia, um, if Oklahoma would have given up, like, 97 points but still won, yeah. I bet Ohio State jumps them this, because their defense helps. is so bad. So yeah. if their defense playing actually, let's go with competent, adequate, competent. adequate to competent, yeah. playing okay, then that gives you the, like, okay, well, Kyler Murray's going to go do some stuff if the totally defense agree. just holds up. Totally so agree. So this, this is a very big case a very big case for them just doing something good. All right. And just as we say that, Carnell Motley gets a pass interference yeah. and just yeah. – uh, It looks like Texas is about ready to take the lead here. So, guys, thanks for watching. Uh, thanks to the McFarland Clinic for uh, sponsoring the Instant Reaction Podcast all season long. We'll have one from the bull game. Promise the season's not over. Um, thank you, Jeff. Appreciate your My contributions pleasure. to Cyclone Fanatic as always.